Oh, is that the music coming up there? Tonight we have an unusual situation. The bull is not with us. We so occupy Tal's house without yes, him being here. We are uh, we're streaming live without him. It's weird. We uh, we managed to find some replacement so somewhere and uh, and brought that in. So so now that I'm actually here to browbeat y'all, are we actually going to do introductions? Uh, I mean, we've done them the last few times. Yeah, we have done them, just not in the order you would prefer. Not you immediately. Know, and just under sometimes. duress. No, not necessarily. <laughs> We've been we've been getting better. There's a little derision. In our defense, we've been forgetting completely until halfway through the show. Not sure that's a defense, actually. I'm Vox. It's my defense. I'm Roland. I'm Carr. I just don't know. (laughs) Our lovely apathetic goat, a doom. Goat a doom. Sounds like a Pokemon. Perv goat. Honk honk. Hi. What? A doom sounds like a better version of Badoof. <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of, so there was frost on the window. I know we all do this, but there was frost <laughs> on the window today, and I just like drew a smiley face and just put "yay" for boobies. And I was like, "Will I ever stop being five? And Vox was like, "I don't think that ever ha- happens." And I was like, "Yeah, no, that's yeah, if that's it hasn't happened by now, the chances are slim." I mean, yeah, we're you're all giggling, th- you're so. thirty and drawing boobies on a window. Like, I think you're still there. Again, some of the only evidence we have of like pre-Neolithic situation civilizations, gah, is boobies on balls. So really. I think it's a pretty constant theme throughout all of humanity. I, I like to think I like to think that we all know what we like and we just kind of go that way. You know Neolithic. what I mean? That was the word I was trying to say. <laughs> yep. uh, someone in our chat just asked us to do a dab, and I'll tell you right now, you, no. you do a dab on the show, and I will uh, push you outside in the snow and leave you there. I'm not doing concentrates. The, Thank the you. The closest <laughs> thing you ever get is me dancing to the opening theme. So, so you can just play that back a few times. Fun fact. Yeah. Doing concentrated THC is also known as a dab. Yep. Yep. 
But it, believe if me, only I the will, parents knew filming all of their five-year-old kids dabbing and thinking. I, it's adorable. I will never be caught dabbing on camera or where anyone else can see me. It's. I mean, we're from the generation that had the Macarena, so I I'm also not sure think that move have... with the arm is also stupid. I, I just kind of liked it when the left shark did it, and I think it should have died then, because <laughs> that was just like, like you are internet famous for twenty four. Wow, well, no, but it was quite a, the, quite a the while, same thing happened with though. twerking, like just a couple years ago, and the fucking damn Daniel shoes and other stuff. I don't uh, understand the Harlem Shake. Like kids are into weird shit. It just everything's everything's a trend. Like it, it just like that like literally someone went like this and the bottle landed and they're like, oh, my God, film it. And everyone and now, now it's a the, the Internet has allowed absolutely everything to become sensationalized. It's really weird. Like, well, <clears throat> it's like nothing lasts more than like a month anymore. Uh, like Tide Pods. I was actually laughing my ass off when you brought home the laundry detergent oh, and it had a new yeah, childproof I, lid. I buy Tide Pods, right? They're, <laughs> they're my laundry detergent. And the lids are now this really, you know, you have to squeeze both sides and twist it off instead of just popping the lid open. I was like, oh, I swear I the suppose next... that's a reasonable <laughs> response to the stupidity. I swear the next iteration, though, if it keeps going, is there's just going to be like, it's going to be like nuclear codes just or even a two-lock system. <laughs> what, what was wrong with the original like Tide Pod... Or not Tide Pod, but like the dish detergent pod design. You didn't have to make it fucking look like candy. It wasn't fun enough. And it didn't have like seven different chemicals in it. it the, there, there's, there is a practical reason for all the different colors and swirls. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's all the different softeners and stuff. As as I mentioned before, though, they can childproof them, but it's not children that are eating them. Yeah. That's the problem. Is <laughs> grown ass adults that can easily open a childproof <laughs> man. Yeah, that can easily open a fucking childproof case. Like, <laughs> it's not kids. Kids yeah. aren't the problem. They just need to set up a little stall in a store and be like, "Would you eat this for a hundred dollars?" And if they say yes, you go. You are now banned from ever owning a, t- a machine. <laughs> no, that you feed these. it. You feed it to them. Keep the hundred dollars because they're not going to need it. Where they're going? <laughs> well, you know, you don't pay them. You ban them. If no, they say, you, if they... you you just have them eat it for the hundred dollars, and then they'll die. <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, I just. I'm, I'm so glad that's just. It's it's, it's starting to go away. And other stupidity is taking its place, but but it's also like just old enough that people are starting to make personas out of them. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh no, why? It, I'm impressed how know. fast somebody got a first suit out of that. Like that was, damn. I'm not. That person just definitely has way too much money. Just just wait till Tide Pod is a gender or is a <laughs> fursuit maker. Like I could see a fursuit maker doing it as a lark, but. To actually buy a Tide Pod fursuit. Well, and again, I, uh, I had said this before, but I thought that that whole Tide Pod thing started within the furry fandom. No. Because, hang on, because I don't pay attention to any YouTube trends or Logan Paul or any of those buggers there, uh, evidenced by the fact that I know nobody from the YouTube Rewinds anymore. But it was like, because I figured, this is a constant running joke about in the fandom about like, you know, furries aren't forget to take their showers at cons, or they their their first suits are all dirty and everything like that. So when I first started seeing all this Tide Pod stuff showing up and all these suitors, I thought that's where it had started. Yeah, no, they they were just joining the party. I, it was the yeah, onions' like, fault. We can I, all blame I, the onion. 
Yeah, we can. Yeah, like twice. Yeah, because they, they did it like did it two years ago, and then like seven years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. the like, like they they did the they one like announcement of it's candy, and then they did the other announcement. I, I would have mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I only really knew it was a thing because of Reddit, and yeah. like I I still see it a shit ton of the fandom. Like, of course I do. Well, and it'll hang on as that you know ironic joke for a long, long time. And mm-hmm. for people who can never ever let go of a joke. Yep. Yep. I mean, here we are discussing it. So we are the problem. <laughs> I just right up there with uh, uh actually it's so on a not the onion though, and this so I, honestly I swear sometimes not the onion is almost better than the onion. The my my latest favorite is that uh Justin Trudeau is Fidel Castro's love child. That was a not the onion story. Mm, the government what? of Can- the government of Canada had to issue an official statement on the the her uh, the uh uh parentage of our prime minister. Oh, yeah. Is this like another Obama thing? I, I mean, less so. Is this in like that a... no one was actually taking it seriously? Are, wow. are we trying to impeach Trudeau for being related? It wouldn't matter because we don't have, uh, uh, we don't have those same kind of you can't be a native-born Canadian laws. For the better. It, yeah. Is this like, I was going to say, is this like a Attila the Hun thing? Where apparently everyone like, on the planet's however, fucking related. Yeah, yeah. We should many start percentage get... of people it, are. It's so... like no. your uh, your bacon number, <laughs> only a lot larger and a lot harder <laughs> to prove. Yeah, like though. Speaking bacon of, number. So the... your bacon number is the number or the degrees of separation between a person and Kevin, Kevin Bacon. bacon. <laughs> it's a it's a real thing, and you can actually like, okay. Google a, an actor and bacon number. And it'll tell you how many degrees separated between them and Kevin Bacon they are based on their acting career. If I remember correctly, most of the numbers are like pretty small. It's usually like three or less for most people. Yeah, Yeah, somebody has acted or has been involved with Kevin Bacon in some shape or form. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Okay. That's all I need to know. If you have nothing to do, you know, after Unfurled, go ahead and, uh, and Google some people. It's it's kind of funny or uh you know google yourself i guess and find out your bacon number i you'd have to be an actor you've been an actor no not necessarily you could have met an actor there's your there's your degree of separation sure actor and then that gets you into so yeah google a uh, an actor you've met uh and it has to be physically met we'll say just to at least put a a rule on that i'll bet you and then just find out that actor's bacon number add one yeah that works for me b plus one yep B plus one. <laughs> like uh, I came between four degrees of separation between me and touching Kevin Bacon. Though speaking of uh, other things that they've claimed genetically, but and this is looking to be a lot more likely than uh, some things. Now I haven't looked into this deeply, so if I don't get everything here correct, that's fine. But I guess uh, recently they found some uh, remains in place. Uh, on some islands that they're they're pretty sure were I think it was Amelia Earhart. Yes, I heard about this story. Yeah, so you know she she went off on a voyage back in the day and disappeared, and has been missing ever since. No one ever found the wreckage. No one ever found out. Uh, you know she she deviated from her flight plan. She just disappeared off the the planet, and people are saying that the remains they've just found in wherever they found them because I've done all my research. So, um. <laughs> But they appear to be a really good match for, for for her. So yeah, so that, that's really disappointing t- 
to find out that that episode of Star Trek is not at all yes. feasible. No, <laughs> it is not that is correct. A good episode. That is a very good episode. <laughs> I like um, that episode. Um, no, so yeah, so what it is it? So the remains were on this island, uh, Puapalapalo or something, something very long and very Again, Polynesian. Again, we do our research. Yeah. Uh, I would, yeah. Uh, but basically, these remains were found years and years ago. Um, but at the time, they were discounted as being uh, male, and so they decided that they couldn't have been uh, Earhart. Uh, now, unfortunately, since then, those bones have actually been discarded. They weren't kept in a museum or anything. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, it's some random guy's bones. Okay. Whoop. But uh, yeah, like apparently a team of um, often authenologists. Bonologists. Bonologists. Yeah. <laughs> Bonologists. Um, <laughs> wow. No, those are furries. Um, <laughs> There's no science involved there. <laughs> don't don't mind the goat. He is mildly dying. So yeah, but yeah. So basically, they uh, went back over those original notes because they did still have the notes from that those findings in methodical detail, and then they went back and looked at all of these pictures of Amelia Earhart and used those to calculate her length of all of her bones with all the modern stuff that we know about bone science, um, and so we're able to basically figure out oh. Okay, this actually is probably Earhart. Because there's been dozens of conspiracy theories from, you know, the, the, Star, the Trek. Star Trek one all yeah. the way to, oh, well, she'd actually been um, contracted out by the American government to go try and spy on Japanese expansion because she disappeared in 1937. Yeah. Right. So uh, and there's the, there's this one kind of the kind of longstanding theory was that she'd actually been uh, shot down and captured by the Japanese and then eventually tortured and executed. Uh one of the biggest ones on that is there's like this one photograph that was around for a while that showed what looked like Earhart and her navigator with their backs turned to a camera with a bunch of other Japanese soldiers on a dock and a captured plane uh, like hers in on a in the background. Okay, but it was later proved that that photograph was taken in 1935. So you know, ah. so this mentions they're bound on an expedition to Nikumaroro Island. Yeah, that is very Polynesian. I told you it was Polynesian. Ah, so, yeah, you know, go, goes on to say that they'd been incorrectly determined the, the gender of the bones they found on that expedition. They're like 99%. Um, or, yeah, they're like so 99% yeah, similar sure. Similar to Earhart, then to 99% of the individuals in a large reference sample. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's neat. It's- She's still dead, but... At least we know what happened to her. I'd maybe? be very concerned if she was still alive. I was gonna say I'd be a little bit. Weird hey, maybe she lived to be like a hundred <laughs> and, and something. Like ate her co-pilot. Yeah, she... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just rationed him. Hey, maybe this was all an elaborate excuse to elope. I mean that that was actually one of the really popular theories too. Was that they just decided fuck it, found a Why... Polynesian paradise. Why not? Like some people have just endeavored to never be found again. I mean, there's I, I a don't lot think, of islands out in the South It doesn't Pacific. quite make sense, given what her goal was. However. Yeah. Maybe At the same was... time, everyone rem- still remembers her name. Like, that's but another way maybe, to go down. Maybe they crashed, then fell in love, and then never wanted to return. We'll be. never know until time machines are invented. Nope. That's the and sad we... part. That's the sad part, is we'll never know. And I also had a science teacher in junior high that said that the reason he knows that time travel's not possible is because nobody's come back and said time travel's possible. I feel like I'm on his side about that one. <laughs> but temporal prime directive. But at the same time, I, at the same time, I do wonder if like us sitting here today, 
is another alternate reality in that I only have memories of meeting up like 80,000 times before. Yeah. Just of course, there's also, it also depends on whether or not you prescribe <clears throat> to the whole, like, you know, you can fracture off time, or if someone were to come back in time and change something, all of us would in- instantly, you know, our memories would all change, all of that. We'd all be lizards. Right? Yeah. Do we like, go with the, the Back to the Future, where we always start to slow fade while trying to play Blue Angel? No. Uh, I'm going to guess that our particular timeline cannot be affected by time travel for one reason or another. Blue, blue Angel. Earth, Earth Angel. Sorry. <laughs> thank you. I, I knew I, I got that wrong. I hope Marty McFly wasn't doing a Blue Angel on, on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, that would be, so be awful. Who Ooh, has stuff for us today? It may not be the longest of episodes, but uh, we will do our best to entertain. Yeah. You mean we don't want to keep discussing quantum mechanics? <clears throat> Well, considering I don't think we're qualified. Yeah, (laughs) I've seen science fiction. Damn it! I I have listened to people, you know, like myself, try to talk about shit like this, and it's only infuriating. I've seen Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Let's do this shit. (laughs) I recently watched a uh, television show about like Australia's largest restaurant. I don't know shit about quantum mechanics. But what about that restaurant? It was pretty damn impressive. Did they serve emu? It's got nine bars. That's one restaurant and is a hotel. They bought, I think it was about 26 acres. Holy shit, that's a huge restaurant. And guess how many guess how many cooks they have? One? Uh, 250? Nope. Four. Nope. Closer. Really? Twelve. Oh. How many Twelve seats cooks. do they have? Seven thousand people. How many <laughs> arms do these cooks have? They've actually hired octopi. They eat, yeah, I was going to say, they each look like a genetically engineered octopus. They look like Elzar. But like, no, it was, or, fuck, those people were dedicated or something because I was like 12 chefs for nine bars and <clears throat> well, it's, it's only seats. one restaurant and then I guess appetizers for like the other nine bars. Tapas for still, everyone. Like that, that place can hold 7,000 people. Yeah, at once. they serve one roast. <laughs> That's your menu. And somebody with a real big you knife. You need to have the roast. Yeah, I don't. Actually, it is Australia, so just, you know. I, I'm pretty sure the only way that's possible is if you just, like, cloned Goro from Mortal Kombat <laughs> and just stuck him in the kitchen. Or which is the um, the Hindu god with all the arms? Shiva. That one. Or um, just one really good uh, cat chef, the one from Monster Hunter. Oh yes, <laughs> he, he hasn't seen those yet. I have to no, show I need to, yeah, Oh man, I'm... it's fucking adorable, dude. They are amazing. The Actually, those are great. Just, and and the name of their group is the Tail Raiders. Hmm. So I just get cool. a bunch of them, throw them in a kitchen. Yeah, they do it. Yeah. I mean, full confession. I made my little cat and then thing, you would just Oliver. So you yeah. you would make the kitchen like one hundred percent transparent so that people could just like. Just at the kitchen. Yeah. It, you you pay ten dollars to to watch the kitchen work. They don't even serve food. You just you're allowed to sit there for ten minutes, and then you <laughs> have to pay f- pay for more. It's more of an attraction than a restaurant. I feel like <laughs> yeah yeah. You go there for the sheer fact to go. Wow, well, these prices. The re- the restaurant <laughs> has actually like the restaurant itself has won several like prestigious awards for for Australia. It's actually apparently really good. Hmm. I, I really wouldn't mind going there if I'm ever down there. I will so, have to put that on my list of things to go see. Our Australian listeners, tell us how it is. Give us a review. Do we have Australian? Yes, we do. We, we, yeah, we one. have like one. I don't and know if we I still could, do. I could ask Jamie if he's ever been there. Oh, yeah, that's true too. 
There's, there's he, he's, he's been to Australia a couple times. There's only one way to solve this. Unfurled goes to Australia. Oh, <laughs> and gets eaten by everything. Let me get my citizenship first, then we can go. Deal. You have Australian citizenship? Australia and New Zealand share uh, citizenship. Oh. It's so like, by being a citizen of New Zealand, I also can claim so citizenship in New, New Zealand. Australia. Like, my, like my Irish passport. Yeah. yeah. I think the one caveat is I can't... Uh, I can't get a citizenship by grant in Australia, but I'd have to double check. I'm pretty sure it's basically the same thing as far as uh, immigration goes. Dual citizenships. It's where it's at. So Unless you who, want to run for office. It's, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty boss just having citizenship based on where your parents were born. <laughs> yep. It's, it's pretty badass, honestly. It's expensive, but it's badass. Uh, I mean, like, my... Irish passport was like a hundred and sixty bucks or something like that. That's, for it's a, it's a, like a five ten year passport. That's pretty darn good because I know my brother my brother might have sped along the process pretty quickly though, but I know he paid quite a quite a bit for his British citizenship. Okay, yeah, mine. I don't have any issue. I just sent in the forms and got my uh, long form birth certificate. Wait, so how does he have British citizenship but you don't? Uh, I just haven't. I I can get dual citizenship. Just I haven't just filled haven't, it out. I just haven't filled mm, it out. Okay. And the the paperwork can be a pain. Uh, they only just simplified it in New Zealand. I used to have to send an actual copy of my dad's passport over, which is hard because he hasn't used it in like thirty years. He's been in Canada as a Canadian citizen mm-hmm. for a long time, That'll but now they it. just need the number. Oh, what I <clears throat> I think I well you know that makes sense. Why can't they fucking look it up? But I had to send my dad's um, my dad's birth certificate along with my passport as well. Yeah, like, the, and that's weird. I have to send his uh, his passport number, and then I have to send uh, an original copy of my long form uh, birth certificate with parentage on it. Mm. It's because all that stuff is like this is from back in the day when you know get the archives. Yeah. <laughs> Consult the card catalog. Exactly. I, I I was in the bank one time, probably about like a year or two ago. I was talking to this woman at the bank teller, and she, you know, she was from the olden days of bank telling. She'd been around for that long, and she's just typing on the computer, like getting frustrated at it. She's like, ah, I wish, I wish we still did like card catalogs. Like it, everything was so much better back then. I'm like. <laughs> no I, I'm old enough to know the Dewey Decimal System No That's why you say yes and no uh, I was like oh yeah sure You believe that as much as you want But here's the thing You know You know that in 30 years There's going to be some newfangled Interface or thing And we're going to be the ones That are looking at some kid on the other side of the counter Going god I wish I just had my QWERTY keyboard back And he's going to look at you with his neural interface Going uh huh uh huh. Sure. Okay. No, because by the time there's neural interfaces, I will be the internet. Yeah, I'll have one. <laughs> like, I people that just think things are better because they were older, like, are kind of frustrating. Like, there's no fucking way you'd want to manage a bank by paper anymore. I'd love to see you try whiskey. It, it's all computerized. No, no, no. You said things that are better because they're older. Whiskey. That's my challenge. Well, I mean, it's on you to prove that to me. But I also take your word for it. Tonight on Unfurled, <laughs> Roland gets <I'd>... smashed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <Yeah>. old Unfurled. <laughs> yeah, I 
You haven't done a beer review since we rebooted, I don't think. I haven't. And I mean, there's a couple reasons for that. I don't drink much anymore and I can't afford beer. So, yeah, both are reasons one and two. That may change soon. We'll see if I continue them. I don't know. We could do wine reviews. Actually, my um, <laughs> my my dad asked for his old uh, wine and beer making stuff back, so I might be getting into some of that. Oh, sweet! That's lots of fun. Yep, it is actually lots, lots of patience, of fun. but lots don't of fun. poison us. No promises. Well, I mean, I'm sure I'll be taste testing everything first. So if I don't show up to unfurled one day, you'll know what happened. Too much antifreeze. <laughs> We go over to your place I went and just blind. on the couch with your dad. Just, hey guys, how are you? <laughs> oh shit, is it showtime? He's not allowed to drink that much since the heart attack. So that's that's probably well, for the best. It yep. it probably is. Let's be honest. All right. So so who has who has a thing? Uh, car. I, I mean, think you. Had a I mean, thing. I do. Yeah. But because it was originally, I, I can only segment. tell people about what I've been studying the last week. So, whatever you guys want, Gar, if you want to go first, Roland, if you want to go next, I have a thing. If nobody else has a thing, you, you oh, I, first, I was being never, sarcastic. Nobody wants to know what I'm. You I'm never get about. to do your thing. It seems I, I usually get to do my thing. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, go go, go. ahead. All right, my my thing's pretty short, but um, so, don't worry, this whole episode's <laughs> gonna be short. So I kind of like. You think. I kind of like just stumbled upon this. I wanted to talk about something else, but this I feel would hopefully spawn lots of delicious conversation. Um, so exactly that that is that is an appropriate reaction to delicious. And now we have to sanitize the microphones again. And I mean, I'm not sure it was clean to begin with. <laughs> it definitely wasn't clean to begin with. Once we opened up Tal's microphone, that was just no good. <laughs> it's uh, my my microphone is cleaner than that. I promise you. I actually check mine. That that microphone. Let me just say, boy needs CLR. Let's just that yeah. that thing is growing like algae. <laughs> Car is unimpressed. That boy over there needs some CLR. Seriously. And a trim. Anyway, <laughs> so you're just jealous. Uh, I mean, I cannot grow such majestic facial hair. It is it is very finely trimmed. I will give you that. It is very, very well placed. You're right. I'm just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like how the mustache like sort of like push like hovers over your lip. Like where most like mustaches are like flat. But yours has like created like a nice actually like a really nice like yeah. buffer from your lip because most people like when they grow a mustache. They just they they just eat hair oh, all day when they're. I'm very aware of but that. But yours problem. just kind of like does like this nice little wave, so it's just like fuck you, lip, and just sort of mm. stays away from the not having to deal with it while you're eating. Thank you. I mean, you're like welcome. this chin strap is the most facial hair I can like ever dream of growing <laughs> until I'm forty. <laughs> until you become a wizard, Harry. Basically. If my dad's facial hair is any indication, I I will have a fully grown beard by the time I'm about 40. Like, by the time I'm past middle age. Just start growing now. That's what it is. Just start growing when you're five years old. Boom. I'll have a beard. See, here's the benefit to that, though, is that I don't have to shave. I only have to shave once every, like, two weeks. See? If I want to be clean shaven. That is... 
That is not true for me. Yeah, I, I envy that. <laughs> it's maybe once a week now, but still. And honestly, like you, you hear the it's always like the grass is always greener argument, where people that can't grow a beard want to grow a beard, and people that can grow a beard but don't actually grow a beard, they commonly say like I have to shave like three times a day. That sucks. This is my five o'clock <laughs> yeah, shadow. I don't envy ah, those like, people. Like I don't want to shave. I don't want to have to shave even every day, let alone multiple times a day. And I've mostly come to terms with my balding hair and weak musta- uh, weak beard growth. I, I had to come to terms with my balding hair like, 50, or like uh, what would it be, about eight years ago, nine years ago? I yeah. had to come to terms with it. I wear a hat. I mean, like, props to that man, because I do think I would have, like, suffered mental breakdown if I started going bald <laughs> by that early. Yeah, I, I really started noticing the, the hairline falling back at 24. It just I curse all of my male ancestors. <laughs> You're just all like of them. genetics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you where you vaguely hate your relatives for even doing it in the first place. Yep. I just um what is it I did? Uh I was told uh that a lot of those like like growth shampoos and stuff you spend like ninety dollars a bottle I've for had a small like, bottle none of them do anything i've had no. hairdresser after hairdresser go like oh you can thicken up your hair using the fucking lime juice and sugar cane and this shampoo i'm like i'm good i'm going bald like i don't have to fucking buy specialty products just to cling to my manlyhood and, and <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i have lo- seriously looked at uh just for men in the past sadly if like if I'm gonna go as far to try to regrow my hair, I will get the hair transplants. But that's that's like the only surefire way. Like I think there's like one or two products that promote hair growth, but they don't like they're not like the Simpsons like Gorilla Man there's... tonic that you just rub <laughs> on your bald head. There was like... something I'd heard about that was um a way to reactivate dead hair follicles. <clears throat> but near as i know like aside from that which was experimental near as i know you know hair transplants are about the only way to actually do it yep there's there's like a few like like kind of holistic remedies and things for that that apparently actually like do something but they don't like exactly what you said right just like revive dead hair follicles but it's not like you're not just gonna start like turning like, into a you, wolf man. You like. can add body to original hair that is not dead, but yeah. my hair is already so thin and sparsely populated that it doesn't matter. <laughs> like I'm okay with be going bald, like because it's the only thing I can be. <laughs> there's there's just like there's just those times where you see those like old men. I actually know one. He's I think he's like uh probably creeping up on 80 and he has just the most full beautiful head of hair i've ever seen and i'm just like jealous i see people at work like that all the time and i just rage like like (laughs) has a single piece of hair like ever fallen out of your head like like when you're in the shower does like any of it come out ever like i just want like can you just like pick it up and just go oh and then it just kind of like reforms he's a he's a no shed breed of human Basically, yeah, like nuts. Yeah, it's just this like huge, thick, beautiful, like Bob Barker white hair, and it's just like I 
We should fair. we should start an initiative to start breeding people with like good hair qualities. <sighs> yeah, just find some find people with good hair. That's it. You well, just... <laughs> and you add on that the stress of like, you know, without going too far into a rabbit hole, millennially millennially being a millennial or right around there, whatever fancy generation that Tal keeps talking about. An adult? Yeah. Being an adult? Because huh. cause that's what does it. Being, being an, an adult, adult and working in IT. Yeah. Um, but your thing. Um, yeah, we, we derailed real good. That's, that's okay. <laughs> I want to derail for another moment for a second here. So I had a conversation about how I think that in the future, like double chins are going to be more prominent because everyone's like this all the time. <laughs> and on, like, and it's an honest, like it's an honest, like it's an honest thing. Like it's they're, an honest thing. They're starting thing. to develop like, like this. You you see like 80 pound girls on the train that are like this, that have a huge, like huge jowls. And you're just like, <laughs> how? And you're just like, wait, I know how. And I, like, honestly, like I just, I'm, I might be like Dr. Browning it a little bit right now, like with my crazy theories, but like realistically though, like, why do you see, like, such young, like, super thin girls now with double chins? Like, there's only, like, like the thumb face and all that stuff when they could just, like, bring their neck out, like, all the way. And just, <laughs> honestly, it's weird. Anyway, so that's my derailment. Um, anyway, my my real thing is, so there's, um, does anybody know who John Montague is? No. No. He's the Earl of Sandwich. Okay. Ah. So, like the original? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, like actually the original Earl of Sandwich. And apparently, like, he's got this crazy, like, ridiculous backstory. Um, but uh, effectively, like, the whole reason he came up with the sandwich um, is because, uh, what was it? He was, let me find out here. I knew it just a second ago. Anyway, he needed to he needed to work and eat at the same time. He needed to gamble and eat at the same time. Yeah. That's definitely it as well. <laughs> yeah. Um in French parlors. And uh they um he was like, yeah, so he had to invent something that he could eat with one hand. Thus the sandwich was born. Mm-hmm. Um there is another gentleman that uh Dan Pashman that does this um he does like a like a little series and I believe a blog, a couple other things too. I guess he's pretty big. Uh, well, considering he has like a, like a T he calls it his family of lawyers to, to, <laughs> to invoke his point. Um, and recently they argued and he, he has declared cause he, he's essentially like supposedly like the new world of sandwich. Like he's like the next best thing. Um, now that Dan Montague is gone, and um, uh, can you just inherit the title as King of Sandwich? He, he uh, kinda, not if the Queen doesn't sell, say that sorry, you are. Or sorry, John Montague. Um, but he, um, so I guess he's like had this ongoing argument. Uh, is so the hot dog is officially a sandwich, mm-hmm. but burritos okay. are not. I have also heard See, this, this said. This is a deep, deep hole you are opening. <laughs> but but that's we don't have to delve too deep. But I thought it would. I thought it would incite some good conversation because like he makes a very good point that like a lot of people argue that a hot dog is not a sandwich, 
but he's like a meatball sub is a sandwich and it's the fucking same thing it's different meat between v-shaped bread so i feel like this is so have you seen those charts that are like the 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 sandwich alignment chart yeah the 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 sandwich alignment chart or the the you know lawful good lawful of whatever thing i've seen one for sandwich before and it's basically like the chaotic evil is like you fucking rebel and it's burrito i think is the example on that i want to see if i can no, find no, this the, the the like chaotic uh, whatever they call it. it's like radical sandwich anarchist is the one i remember right, uh... and it's something like um it's like ice cream between two waffles or something is a sandwich. I love it how is. I get as far as typing sandwich and the second hit is the sandwich alignment chart. Thank you, internet. Yeah. So, right, that the whole idea, idea, you have your sandwich puritans, which are slices of bread and slices of meat. Nothing else yep. is a sandwich. <laughs> this is amazing, actually. All right, so it's the sandwich alignment chart. I should probably put this up in the Telegram channel as well. Oh but God. along the top, it's ingredient purist, neutral, and rebel. And then along the left side going down, it's structure purist, neutral, and rebel. Yeah. So your hot dog is your true neutral. Ingredient neutral, structure neutral. Yeah, uh, right? Some meat between some kind of bread-like thing close enough. Oh, oh sorry. My, my apologies. The, the like, chaotic evil of this, the ingredient and structure rebel, fucking Pop-Tart. Yeah, Pop-Tart is a sandwich. <laughs> uh, I guess technically right. it would be considered a sandwich. Mine's strudel. Yeah, that would also be technically considered a sandwich. Yep. A type of sandwich. Yep, a uh an ice cream uh ice cream between waffles is a sandwich is the structure purist, right? Cuz you still got your bread contents bread. But yeah. I mean, it's fucking stupid waffle. Hmm. Um that's it, it really does though like there there's a lot of things that are considered a sandwich, and for good reason too. What like, the fuck is a chip buddy? They uh, chip I, I, buddy? A chip buddy? I'm <clears throat> assuming that's a British thing. Uh, yeah, I think that's a. Isn't that? Um, isn't that like a chip sandwich? Oh, it's it's like fries and ketchup between two pieces of bread. Yeah, chip sandwich. Yeah. Oh. Okay. British, you're weird. A little weird. They do eat some pretty ridiculous stuff. Yeah, burrito right. is your is your structure rebel, but ingredient neutral, right? Your chicken wrap is your your you know it's a sandwich, but and it's okay. I just like that somebody took the time to make this. This is amazing. Like so, yeah. Honestly, like go ahead and just Google the sandwich alignment chart. This is fantastic. Um, but uh, so yeah, there you go. So the only thing that apparently is not like. Arguably stuff that's not a sandwich. An open-faced sandwich is not a sandwich. And I and I totally agree with that. I mean, I kind of take issue with the whole, like, calling a steak sandwich a sandwich because it is literally just a hunk <laughs> of cow on top of a piece of bread. Uh, typically garlic a, bread. I mean, you still have to get a knife and a fork out. And that's and that's yeah. his argument. That's that's his argument is, is, like, if you eat it with a knife and a fork, it is not a sandwich. So who started by calling it a steak sandwich then? I don't know. Some asshole. I like to think that, like, they named it that for the sheer fact that they didn't want to call it, like, steak bread or something goofy like that. Like, I mean, <laughs> wonder. Here, have our steak bread. Yeah. like the finest. I, I think, sadly, it was all out of, like, necessity of naming it. 
A steak raft witch? That's a steak raft. That's going to be in bars now. Served in a CO. Ooh. I think I may have just hit on something here. It's almost like an Alberta version of poutine. You'll have a lake of gravy with the bread in the center. That's your, your steak raft. That could be really good, actually. That's amazing. It'd be like a Salisbury steak with bread. I think but, I think that totally needs to be a thing. Well, shit. We need mm. to get away from the steak sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, because open-faced sandwiches are not sandwiches, and I agree with that. And this is the best argument towards his point that I have ever heard. That a hot dog is a sandwich, but um, a burrito the, is not? What are sa- why what are sandwiches are sandwiches, and why what aren't sandwiches aren't sandwiches. So... He said, like, this is, I guess, his, like, definition argument that he always says, like, supports his term. He says, when a verb was born out of the noun, when it's valid to assume that one will be involved in the definition of the other. If we did not have the verb to sandwich without the food sandwich, it seems logical to say that a sandwich cannot exist if nothing is being sandwiched. Damn, that's really good. Like, hats (laughs) off to... Maybe he should be the new Earl of Sandwich. Maybe. Dear Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) He's certainly got a strong argument for it. That's, that. like, he's right, though. If something is not being sandwiched... By that logic, I can, you know, agree that a hot dog is a sandwich. It is being sandwiched between a bun. Yeah. Pretty neat. Thanks, new Earl of Sandwich. T-I-L. Yeah, I I am I'm I'm trying to find a flaw in that argument, but uh yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one. You, you know what's sad? Apparently the hot dog industry is arguing with him though. <laughs> like we're not sandwiches, we're hot dogs. <laughs> I don't know. Except there's the... no there's no manufacturer out there that well, I mean it's it does the really shitty that has like, you know, cuz a hot dog is always some assembly required. Oh, yeah. But see, that sounds like a great like advertising gimmick where you could be like, "Are hot dogs hot dogs or a sandwich? Buy them and find out." Like, I don't know, it, something it like work. that. It could work, honestly. Well, I say, golly gee, you should work in them marketing. I'll just go call them boys in New York. What about like, well, what do you, what else are you gonna call it? Like, just say hot dog, but it's just classified as a sandwich. Yeah. Nothing's changed. And at what point is it? Because then you'll have Smokies, and you'll have a you know like a, a bratwurst, right? Is it where? At what point is it just a sausage on a bun? Like, well, bun and we meat, if like... we take a hot dog bun and then put like meat, cheese, and mustard on it, we still call it a sandwich or a sub. Yeah. Like, but then I guess is a sub not a sandwich. Or is a sub just a classification of sandwich? It's a Subway sandwich. No, or it's not a, a it, only a if it's subs- made only if you buy it from Subway. Or no, a no, no, sub no. sandwich. Yeah. Sub sandwich. Or a or, submarine sorry, not sandwich. Sorry, submarine sandwich. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, it's a submarine sandwich. Or uh Which wh- that's I mean, submarines are only a hundred years old, so I mean like that's gotta be a pretty new term too. <laughs> yeah, like like a hoagie is a, is a type of sandwich. A, a lumber uh, a dagwood? Yeah, it's a type of sandwich. Right. It's honestly like it's it's like he's got he's got solid backing for his sandwich argument. Black it's, and white, case closed. It's a little hot bit, dogs are sandwiches. <laughs> all right. It like like and let's just we can all agree to this that if any of us were children and any of us ever had hot dogs with no hot dog buns and it was just pieces of white bread, it's a fucking sandwich. Definitely did that once or twice. I was like, I want a hot dog. I have hot dogs, and I have Wonder Bread, but I don't have any buns. But see, if I were to make a hot Fuck dog it. 
If I were to make hot a dog hot sandwich, dog sandwich, you're damn right I would just fold I, that bread. I don't imagine just folding bread over a hot dog or putting a hot dog between two buns. I envision putting like five so that it covers the whole thing. Well, that's why I would usually and just And then like put them. lettuce and, you know, maybe some tomato on there or something. Lettuce? Make it a sandwich. I love lettuce. With a hot dog? Sure, why not? I add I, some crunch. I can go with your <laughs> I can't I can't like I did um, you know what that's not the weirdest thing. I used to eat um pepperoni sandwiches. So I just buy pepperonis, cut them up, put them <clears> in the sandwich. Um I don't think I used to put much with it, but like pepperoni cheese and then I think or no, instead of cheese like pepperoni sticks or like some actual decent pepperoni. No, pepperoni sticks. And I used to put them in there, and then uh, usually instead of cheese, I would throw in Doritos for cheese and crunch, like we just (laughs) talked about. Um, Doritos for cheese is a new one to me. This is sounding like the most, like... Cooking with a South world. side of the Bronx, grew up in Compton, sort of, yeah, I had my uh, Slim Jim and Dorito sandwich, <laughs> and I loved them. That's honestly, it was so When I good, went though. fishing with my uncle, we had olive and cheese sandwiches, and they were great. You shut up. You shut your whore mouth about olives, because they're also great. So are we not in agreement on this? Yes. Okay. I... Cool. What, okay. What about... Um... Uh, what was it? Has anybody ever tried? What about bologna and ketchup? Uh, never, sure. never did ketchup with bologna, but I do love bologna. It is, it is one of my like. I know it is one of like the <laughs> worst foods ever for me, but God, is it good? There's probably worse things. Like I will there. go and throw like six, seven slices of bologna into a into a bologna sandwich. I love bologna. Oh yeah, like see bologna, bologna when bologna like it isn't, but it's still good. Bologna compared to like so many of the products that are bad for us nowadays, I think it pales in comparison. Oh, probably. absolutely. It's probably 90% eyes, ears, and assholes, but it's still delightful. It's still, so, it's still more nutritional than like fucking Doritos and Mountain Dew. Let, you know what? It's more <laughs> nutritional than. Has anybody ever been down some of the like the world foods aisle and they get that like, it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's like budget spam. Mm-hmm. Or, any any of the old tinned meats, oh, <laughs> uh, like the the like chopped pork one they did. Oh, I tried it once and it was just foul. <laughs> like it just, it's like how much gristle can we stuff into one can? But remember, like, this is also the same like culture that thinks that it's a great idea to put an egg in the ground for like a couple of months. Oh, d- he didn't say which world that was from. But I mean, it's always the Asian food section. Well, the thing is, a lot of those tinned meats come from uh, come from Europe. Yeah, Europe, True. especially Scandinavia. They have some odd choice of condiments. Britain does have a strange style of cuisine as well. Mm-hmm. There's, you know what, around the world, there's a lot of, like, just world cuisines that, you know, for the most part, they're probably pretty good. But the only argument to that fact I've heard is Cuban food, I guess. Apparently, everybody in Cuba gets sick. And the food is disgusting. And they've got, like, instead of, like, you can't even drown it in condiments because they have their own version of, like, Heinz and stuff like that. Because they don't, I guess, unlike Mexico, that normally Mexico, like, imports a lot of that stuff. So you have your Heinz ketchup. You have your your kind of classic stuff in the resorts. Well, remember, Cuba has been under, uh, you know, trade embargo oh, for the last 70 years. That's that's also very, very true. Um 
But the main thing is that their condiments are, are not gross. good and their food is not good. So there's no recourse for eating mm. there. Yikes. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's <clears throat> been like the dozen people I've talked to that have went to Cuba was like, Cuba was amazing. It was so much fun to be there. Lots of stuff to see, lots of stuff to do. Just, uh, just amazing. The food was awful. <laughs> and it's just like the most consistent part of Cuba. Everybody has a good time, just not when they're just, eating. Just not at dinner. Oh, yeah. wow. I don't know. That, to me, sounds like a bad vacation because that's one of the best parts about going on vacation is getting to try the food. And that, that's kind of, what was it? Uh, the, the comedian Jim Gaffigan talks about that. He's like, isn't going on vacation just eating in other places of the world? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you're, not, you're not wrong. It's like, I mean, Vox and I are planning the next time we go back to Vegas. It's not to go and see these casinos or anything like that. It's literally like we want to go to all of the various Iron Chef restaurants all over the place. Which restaurants do we want to go to and then fit shows in between so that we have time to digest? (laughs) Pretty much. And which shows are near the restaurants that we want to go to? Yeah, that's honestly a good way to plan. Oh, pick a focal point. Yep. Yep. Pick a focal point and then go from there. I just want to go to the Heart Attack Grill. Oh, I will. If, if you come with us, we will take you because it's an experience. I'm not doing. letting you have another IV bag of wine. I only. You I, almost fell over. I lasted through most of the rest <laughs> of the strip. IV bag of wine. So <laughs> yeah. at the Heart Attack Grill, one of your beverage options is a liter of wine. So not just a bottle. It's a bottle and a quarter served to you in an IV bag. Oh my lord, hey. that's a lot of wine. With with a complete with the drip tip and everything like that, and you're pouring it by okay. pulling the, the thing. Yeah. I finished it off. I, I was waiting for the part where they actually start injecting no, alcohol no, it's, it's and thematic. No, no. Right. You can get um all the shots shots are, are served in uh in medicine pill bottles. You can get shots that are, are syringes, jello shots, syringes. Right, because the whole thing is is medical themed because they're they're curing <laughs> your uh or they're treating your, what was it they're, nutrient yeah. deficiency? Your they're, thinness. They're faux, yeah. They're faux treating your fat. Yeah. When you when you walk in, they literally they, they yeah. put you in a hospital gown. Uh, right. All the nurses, all nurse, all the nurses, the waitresses are nurses. Yep. It was actually a very surreal experience for me because I literally yeah. Had been, you this you know, was your uh, that was my yay I survived uh, <laughs> surgery, surgery uh, trip. So you so. go to a simulated hospital. It was there was definitely some some nerves actually that were not around like the I mean don't get me wrong the food was tasty like it's it's it is it is a burger, yep everything's fried in lard, yep oh, good yeah it's you won't you won't be healthy afterwards, but you will have had a good time. You won't feel good. It, it really actually yeah it was it was kind of a case of like I have I have had far too much and meat. Hey, if you don't eat all your food, you get spanked by a sexy nurse. So. You just volunteered. No, it's part of the experience. Uh-huh. It, re- hey, it really is. Like... I, I wasn't big enough to get my meal for free. I'm going to get spanked by the sexy nurse. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, sounds amazing in every different way. Yeah, Those were unquestionably sandwiches, though. Definitely sandwiches. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, you missed the argument. I, I did, unfortunately. I, I missed it, but... Uh... He uh, he backed up this this Dan Pashman, the new Earl of Sandwich, backed up his why things are sandwiches and why things are not sandwiches is like 
concrete. Yeah, it's a good a good I, sandwich framework. I, I couldn't find a hole. There. I'll uh, just before we go. Can into we cars apply things. the same process to other foods though? Like, can can we go to no? Say, this one's very specific. Can we go to poutine and start talking about replacements and oh. expansions? Because that's also how you get you know Quebec to come and murder you. All right. So everybody out there in in the chat and, and on the podcast, we Canadians are very mild mannered and polite people. But you fuck with our poutine, and my God, help you! <laughs> oh. right. Is it just fries, gravy, and cheese? Does it have to be a specific kind of fries, a specific kind of gravy? As long as you've got fries in some form, you can cut them however you want. Can they be sweet a potato sauce? fries? I have seen it, but I think that unquestionably, though, you need to have some sort of a potato or potato-like vegetable that has been fried and cut. You need to have a sauce of some kind. But the most important part, and if any of y'all don't follow this one, it's not poutine. It's cheese fries or disco fries, or whatever you want to call it. It's got to have cheese curds. Not. I not saw just one. Like they had like they had American cheese, right? So the gross, like basically uh. cheese whiz that they had like shredded and melted on this, and they had dared to call it poutine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So. That's that's one thing I can honestly say is pretty consistent with the with the big cheese poutinery here is that I'm pretty positive that like just about everything, if not everything, should have cheese curds on it. Yeah. Yes. Whether it's like the whether it's like the Bombay bomber, uh, whether it's the uh what was it like there's a there's a Mexican <clears throat> one, there's a like there's an everything. You you cannot and... have poutine without curds. Yeah. No. That for me is the identifying trait. That's the identifying trait. And fries, of course. Yeah. Like I said, fries are If you make poutine without fries, God help you. It's not poutine anymore. Now you're just having cheese curds in a bowl. (laughs) With gravy. Okay. Now I'm hungry. (laughs) Me too. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I haven't eaten yet. Um, So I'm going to fire you this argument, and then I want you to talk about your thing. So this is his solidified concrete argument. When a verb was born out of the noun, then it's valid to assume that one will be involved in the definition of the other. If we did not have the verb to sandwich without the food sandwich, it seems logical to say that a sandwich cannot exist if nothing is being sandwiched. Solid. Solid argument. Like, I mean, my my counter-argument would be the verb and the noun were simultaneously uh, or were were not simultaneously generated because the verb comes after the name sandwich catches on. Considering it used to be a name, you didn't talk about things being sandwiched before sandwiches existed. We do now, though. Well, yeah, it's been a colloquialism in our culture for a long, long time. All right, I'd say that is also a valid counter argument. But I will say, as of right now, the way the world is. I was like, I think that's a pretty concrete. I think it's a good a good definition. Yeah. Well, because well, people were people were saying that like open face sandwiches. Yep. He's like, nothing's being sandwiched, so it's not a sandwich. It's meat bread. That yeah. is what it is. Well, it'd be yeah. like saying you have an open face door, which doesn't actually have a door. It's just a hole in your wall. Sure. Yeah. Or my my favorite <clears throat> is always whenever uh, on like cooking shows or anything, you always hear them describe something as rustic because that they just means shittily the, looked. They, they fucked up the cuts. <laughs> Rustic. Ah, lazy. Rustic or intentionally damaged. Yeah. Or deconstructed. Deconstructed is a dangerous <laughs> oh, word, too. Oh, my lord. 
Fancy names for shitty things. Yeah. Deconstructed. I gave you all the ingredients of a thing, but I didn't make you the thing. So here. Yeah. Here it's it's like all those salads. Deconstructed you get oatmeal. At, uh, bowl of water and some oats. Exactly. Yeah. But the salads you always get at like the airport or something where it's actually just the bowl and then all the ingredients and you have to like construct They have a yeah, microwave beside you so that you can cook your own food too. <laughs> yep. Make your own. <laughs> Build your own everything. Be your own cook, server, and uh, yeah. All of it. All right. All Take it. us away, Car. So originally my segment was going to be a little bit more grounded. And then the most ridiculous, incredible, unbelievable, stupefying news broke earlier this afternoon. And this could be news that might very well come to define the Trump presidency. And I don't believe I'm going to say this in a positive way. Oh, weird. So I'm just going to read you this headline, and then I'm just going to look at your faces for a moment. Donald Trump says meeting being planned with Kim Jong-un. This is not a joke article. This is not The Onion. Why? So here's the thing. There has not been a meeting with the um, the Kim family since the North Korea basically became, you know, the hermit kingdom. Like, the, the, the world leaders or the, the leaders of North Korea just are so famously insular about being in there. Like, they're in part because of paranoia, because they're afraid that the moment that they go anywhere, someone's going to assassinate them. Right. I, I feel like um, Trump's just going there for tips. Well, that's the thing, though, is like this was valid. And this this just came out this afternoon. So it's still all the, the, the details are very, very sketchy. Apparently, it's microphone blocks. My, there we go. Um, right. It's, it's all still very sketchy. But basically, so President Trump has accepted an offer of a summit from the North Korea. And this is the other insane thing. North Korea initiated the overtures. They instigated it. That's yes. weird. North Korea instigated wanting to have a meeting with Donald Trump. That's that there's like what there, there's so much evil foreshadow here that it's hilarious. Like but, it's insane uh, because it's like so literally North Korea has reached out saying and and it gets better. So it's not just like they want to, you know, plot on how they can rule the world together or anything. The meeting is literally going to be grounding in achieving a normalization of relations and permanent denuclearization. That's from the North Koreans. Um, exactly. Yeah. That was that was that, my that face. was my reaction. So I was looking at this and I'm like, this this has to be a joke. And I just keep going. It was like, no, it's literally it is. There is a they've been liaising through a South Korean official who has said that again they're wanting to meet by May to a- achieve a concrete plan on denuclearization of North Korea on normalizing relations with the rest of the world. Uh, in the meantime, the sanctions, the embargoes, everything like that are going to stay in place hard, basically to make sure that they stay on target for this deadline. But it's just, it's crazy. And here's the tweet from Donald Trump. So Kim Jong-un talked about denuclearization with the South Korean representatives, not just a freeze. Also, no myth- missile testing by North Korea during this period of time. Great progress is being made, but sanctions will remain until an agreement is reached. Meeting is being planned. It's a trap. It, it's either it's either a trap or it is literally the thing that is going to 
suddenly turn Trump into the single most like again, it's going to be a, a I don't even believe I'm saying this. Like into a fucking pariah. Like he's yeah, well, be... it, it he's he's he would be the president that pulled the world back from North Korea going apeshit and killing everybody, and that would be a hard legacy to to Eight. really shit on at that point. Yeah, and I well, don't even believe I'm saying that. I mean, I Kim Jong Un started it though. I don't think that one particular detail of Trump's presidency negates anything else that he's done. Yeah, but you, I mean, the thing is, so many presidents get defined by something like that. Like, it's, it's. Oh, it might be what he gets remembered for years down the road. Yeah. But don't be wrong. I'm, and here's the thing, and right? Calling and, it a legacy is generous. Yeah. And this is still the same president who hours ago signed off on, and this is what my segment was originally going to be, who signed Trump off. Trump has until May to fuck the dog on this one, uh, too. Like, yes, yes, he does. But I does not change how remarkable this still is because, again, this is enough that the North Korea again, the North Koreans were the one that initiated this. OK, and but this I mean, is, this is the same president who ju- literally just hours ago signed on to those ridiculous. It's uh, it's North and, Korea and Kim Jong Un like something's not right here. He might literally just be lonely. Maybe. I mean, that is a legit. Remember, like, because Kim Jong Un is a kid who who grew up being educated in European universities. So, I, honestly, the kid might just be lonely. He, Insane he, and with a nuclear arsenal, but lonely. He might also just be, you know, tired of North Korea being the the D student of the Koreas. Like, they, maybe they should... <laughs> honestly, maybe but he's just why tired Why you know of, yet? Yeah, maybe he's just tired of everyone going, we're going to go to South Korea for a vacation. Like, maybe, maybe like... Who who knows? But maybe he's actually just tired of being the bad child. Like maybe he's just tired of being the shit end of the stick yeah. that just has a lot of nuclear weapons attached to that stick, but the shitty end of the stick. Yeah, and it's not even a lot of nuclear weapons, honestly. But but and here's the thing, right? This is still the same president who hours ago signed off on these ridiculous tariffs, right? So I don't know if you, this is what I originally was going to be talking about. Is Trump's gone and thrown down this just insane? 25% tariff on steel and 10% tariff on aluminum, right? Oof. So the tariff, right? That is a straight up, you pay us this much more to even let your materials into the country, mm-hmm. right? And everybody has been telling him all week, this is a terrible idea. His um, uh, secretary of trade or secretary of industry or commerce or one of those those secretaries resigned in protest uh, yesterday uh, over the fact that Trump was going to go through with these. Now, he's put in some provisions that Canada and Mexico are going to be exempt from them. Thank you. Because we're still negotiating NAFTA. But now that's going to be an extra bargaining chip. He's going to be dangling over the board. And right. And it's it's again, it's insane that this is the same the same guy that's doing these tariffs. That, and, and when I say everybody, I mean, like everybody, the entire Republican Party in Congress and the Senate have like wrote a former letter to him saying this shit be a dumb idea, Donald, don't do it. I can understand like, why. Like it's nuts because the problem is, and the reason this affects us is that the vast majority of our stuff, right. is still made in the United States or somewhere else, uh, either in plants or they're imported through the United States and then into Canada. Right. So anything with, you know, basically steel or aluminum in it, which is, uh, a, a lot, lot, by the way, like I'm just looking around the room at a glance, aluminum, steel, steel, uh, aluminum, a lot of aluminum, 
Pope hat. Uh, right? He's aluminum hat. Aluminum. It's a lot. And here's the other thing, too, is the United States gets more steel from Canada than any other country in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one behind it is the entire EU comes close to our steel imports into the United States. Mm. We are the, again, highest producer of aluminum for the United States. Like, this is a big deal because all this stuff that we ship down to them, it's suddenly become a ton more expensive to import into the United States. So that's going to hurt our industries. And then it's going to be more expensive in turn for us to bring back up here because either the steel that we were importing down there was more expensive for them to buy to then build with, or they're going to be having to buy a more expensive American steel. And then again, prices of everything goes up. Yep. Yeah, which sucks. And it's like, again, ruins world economy, pulls North Korea into it. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see how it goes. <laughs> it's like, right. I mean, we could just do away with North Korea instead and not do the tariffs and kill Trump instead. I mean, seeing the Korea's <clears throat> march together in the Olympics was pretty awesome, right? So, like, that, yeah, I don't, if that you missed like, that. Well, that was, like, the first time in... It was unprecedented. The Korea's marched as a single country in the Olympics. Which is pretty spectacular. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, by some divine intervention, that one is just, like... Just I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's got a soft spot now. Maybe just seeing that and that happening. Maybe who knows? Like that's probably wrong. But like who knows? We all we can really do is just wait and see and find out. And I don't know. Like maybe I don't know. Maybe Trump's gonna have like a like a cummerbund with a poison dart launcher in it and take him out like at the meeting. <laughs> you know, the CIA is already planning the wardrobe for that just in case. So you know that is a thing that they're thinking of. That's that's what I mean. Like, who knows how it's going to go down, but it, it'll be either way. I think it'll be... It's e- interesting times, so we should be paying attention for sure. I, I think even the fact that it's considered is pretty cool. If it If nothing happens from it, I don't think what? I just think that the sheer idea that it's it's happening I think is is very cool. See, I'm I'm getting flashbacks to that movie where two dudes went to uh North Korea and made friends with Kim Jong Un and oh, they were contacted uh, the, by like the FBI the that they interview. They're, yeah, the interview. Yeah, the interview. The one that got like banned. Super, super banned. <clears throat> yeah. Super banned. Which I then downloaded and watched. Um <laughs> I'm getting some serious flashbacks to that, where Trump go- has gone to North Korea, is getting all buddy-buddy with Kim Jong-un, and yeah, he's just a lonely fat kid. I still think he's maniacal and probably insane and lonely, but also an insane dictator. Like, I will remain very skeptical until anything happens. But even, again, it's just... I was again in utter like silence and shock when I was just looking at that headline. This this can't be, like check the source. I'm like, no, this is this is not an onion article. This is this is actually a thing. That's so wild. Are you sure it's not a legitimate news site reading the onion and then mistaking it as news? Uh not as or far Twitter. as I, not as far as I can tell. Cause damn, d- that just doesn't even sound real. I know. I know. <laughs> Believe me. It's kind of it's kind of brutal, like like brutal in like a good way, but brutal in like a I wish I know what uh, was actually going to happen. Yeah, in way. a I wish I knew what was going on 
in the world today kind of like what the fuck i know it's it's <clears throat> that's pretty nuts though like very very nuts mm-hmm. yeah maybe somebody's tweaking the settings on the simulation for for the universe <laughs> it turns out we are all just one massive game of civ Tur- turns <laughs> out kim jong-un was just the um like yeah the civ gandhi proposition where he became so <laughs> passive he's actually evil and they just fixed that they now he wants him. to make peace with the world i i feel it's either that or there's a bunch of scientists and engineers freaking out in the lab somewhere because Trumpbot is malfunctioning. <laughs> <laughs> the Shadow um, Council is going, Oh God, no! Yeah. He's escaped! <laughs> They're like, What do you mean you left him alone in the room with a phone for ten minutes? Or, what do you mean you left him on? <laughs> what do you mean you left him on demonstration mode? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's lying so much. He just constantly keeps rebooting. And keeps saying new shit and doesn't remember the old stuff. Oh, it just like... he, ha- he has no hard drive. It's all stored in RAM. Kafefe was just a bug in the code. Yeah. Kafefe was one time when he accidentally downloaded a virus and... <laughs> yeah, just started spouting out random garbage. It's honestly like, you, you just take like the two polar opposites of, you know, there are Trump s- possibly mm-hmm. like, you know, preventing nuclear war to some extent and trump getting asked a simple question and just being like no 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 you're wrong no, no there there are me, you're wrong. there are several like, people i would not be surprised if they turned out to be androids it's well that apparently trump is one of them apparently all the world leaders are a race of super intelligent shape-shifting lizards so says a conspiracy see theorist i don't group. know about lizards but robots i can get behind and pretty soon you'll be able to, because sex bots are a-coming. I saw that, and <laughs> I'm not that lonely. Hold on, what have I missed, other than Foxilla? Uh, you missed the Japanese using VR, along with a robot that contains a blood pressure cuff and, like, a robotic arm that jerks you off while you look at your anime waifu on your Oculus. Okay, I saw that. All right, yep. I did not miss that one. Honestly, I'm surprised it took the that long. The future's here, boys. I, I'm really surprised it took that long. They're, they're going full yeah. a, they're going full Android, and Japan's well, actually freaking out because... Like, have in, you seen the shape fair, of the Vive? In controller? fairness, the sex machines have been around for a long time. They have only just now integrated it with VR, which did take surprisingly a while. And they, they, they say, too, that they're where they're going, like, full Android, like, full... Mm-hmm. Full waifu mode, correct yeah. body kind of android and japan is like oh fucking worried no because they're like our our dating and like birthing like numbers are so critically low right now are the are japanese turning into the fucking pandas of the human race Uh, they might they'll eventually just procreate with sex bots until they eventually die out due to a population decrease it it's yeah that like they're they're legitimately worried that that they've created something that will slowly end their civilization because and the second marry marriage and and childbirth and all that stuff is a huge problem and the second this turns into like a waifu cyborg type of thing i just envision all sorts of inappropriate things happening (laughs) with people and their waifu bots 
I mean, out in public, like at the arcade where the guy's just playing and his waifu's just sitting right there, like half clothed. Because <laughs> at, at least Krieger had the decency to have his clothed. I mean, you know <laughs> that the moment like hol- actual like holodecks become a thing and then the first you know person makes like the furry simulator in there, then half the population of the Internet will just disappear. Yeah, but you could use the hologram to turn somebody else into a replica of a furry in addition to yourself, like a like holographic overlay, which would be fine. It'd be like a <laughs> sex enhancer. <laughs> I, I like this out, have you? I like how you. I mean, it down. I think of many hypothetical world-building simulations. <laughs> my my favorite part of that whole thing was you were like, which would be fine. <laughs> like, I'd be okay with that technology existing. Like, I don't want to tell everyone how fucking excited I am. <laughs> yeah. for that kind of Dude, seems. Hey, man, like the okay. whole VR thing that's happening today is something I've been dreaming about since I was like six. Oh, yes. oh absolutely. No, don't it, get me wrong. It's like it's like when you go to. It's like when you go to like a say like a, a takeout joint or something like that, and they're like, "We're closing soon, so we'll give you this like barrel of like barrel of like salad and potatoes and all this extra stuff." And you're just like, you don't want to be like, "I love you," because that would be weird. So what you do is you're just like, "Oh, how nice," but you just try to like retract your excitement yeah. a little bit. So, so you're try not, not like, to start vibrating. So you're not like. I I strategically picked the meal I picked because I wanted to watch what I was eating. But now you're giving me all this free food, so it clearly gives me a free pass to go home and consume all of it in one evening. And that's kind of what happens. So you're just like, I don't want to seem excited. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want you to judge me for going home and eating all of it. Now I'm just uh, imagining what kind of person might be excited for an oversized salad. <laughs> well, an, an oversized there's definitely... Bowl. Definitely you. Is it a large amount of food? Sure. This guy. Right here. <laughs> I probably like it. Again, <laughs> for all the jokes, goat was a very appropriate pick. Really? Like, <laughs> the biggest tin can you've ever seen. <laughs> all right. So, did you have a thing? I don't. Um, Do we, we have email? I think don't. we have like one Oh, do we not have any? I don't. I, well, it depends. Did you read this one from Eternal last week? Oh, yes, um, we did. We acknowledged it. Okay. It, it was just a. Uh, it was a video clip okay. from an old episode. Yeah. So okay. we don't have any email. Well, well fine, in that case, Sad I face. think we should wrap up here. We've uh, we've actually done a decent job today. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. We've been going so, an hour uh, and a half. Uh, so oh God! Tell them who does this. Uh, uh, thank you, Omari and Scream Fox, for the logo and opening. Thank you to all of our wonderful Patreons <laughs> for you. donating. If you have any, you, you can view all of our contact info details and etc. on unfurled.net. If you you can use the contact form or you can email us at us at unfurled.net. Uh, we also have a Telegram uh, channel, so that if you want to be involved... I think the link is still broken, so... So it's going to be fixed by Vox, and then uh, you it's can join it. You, you can also poke one of us or email us using the contact form. We can send it to you. Um, please send us your basic attention tokens. 
<laughs> However you do that, oh my God. do it. <laughs> we, are, we are still doing that. I would love to see this actually become we're, a thing. We're, we're registered. It's not implemented on the website yet, but I'll get there. Okay, well, we're, st- we're still working on that, but when it is, please give us your basic attention tokens. Yeah. Make sure to download uh, the browser made by the gay hater. And, Thank you, uh, as always, for listening, and I think I got everything. I, I think so. Uh, for short. <clears throat> but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week, maybe. Bye bye, everyone. Good night, and, and enjoy the rest of your evening. And as always, and enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Oh no! You broke the loop. You broke the loop. Uh it might be the Neo Citron tugging, but um, <laughs> <laughs> as, as usual, know that. Oh my Jesus. Um, as usual, we love you. We'll miss you. Beware, Foxzilla, and uh, and don't don't fuck a robot just yet. <laughs> just just yet. There's gears. Don't fist android girls. <laughs> <laughs>